What is up and welcome back to the Grow to Thrive podcast. Today I have on Eric, another podcaster. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about how he has two black belts. Yes, not one. He has two of them. And how martial arts can totally change your life, your perspective, your mindset in your self-improvement journey. So without further ado, let's jump in. What's up, man? What is up? How are you, brother? I'm amazing. I had a great day. Actually, today I'm going to make two podcasts. And what about you? Love. Love, love, love. It is like, it is still nice and early in the morning for me. Well, not early anymore, but this is like the first <laughs> thing of my day. Uh, but we're, we're, we're going to have a good day for sure. For sure. And I talked about your story a bit. Of course, I don't know like your whole story and that's the point of this podcast, but could you explain a bit about how and like what is your crazy journey to two black belts? Just give me a sec. <laughs> two black belts. It, it's just crazy. Like some people in their mind, it's like, oh, it's two black belts. But when you understand <laughs> the everything around it, it's just crazy. Like my goal of life, like I've said to you, and um, yes. in the past calls, it's like one, one would be crazy. And you said, when you said to me, I have two, I just didn't two, believe yeah. it. So yeah, could you explain a, a little bit more about your journey? I'm, I'm going to need to send you uh, a picture of my belts. They're like right here. So I can't like turn my computer and show you that right now. Um, but I'm going to have to send you a picture after this. For sure. Um, yeah. So hi, all the listeners. Um, obviously, we're talking a little bit about my martial arts background today. Uh, I, I, so funny story, I'm going to back completely backtrack. I first got into martial arts in first grade. I got to, cause, okay. So let me actually, let me even say this. Most people, when they say they did martial arts, they mean they were like elementary school and like the first, like five, six grades, they did either karate or taekwondo and they got a white or a yellow belt. Like, that's it. That's everybody. That's like 95% of the planet. Um, <laughs> so I, I got my introduction to martial arts in first grade, and I followed that exact same trend. I followed the exact same trend. I got a yellow belt in karate after a couple of months, and I was in first grade, and then I quit. Um, in fourth grade, my elementary school was doing some sort of like a reading competition. Like if you read enough, you got certain points somehow and you would get these rewards based on how much you read. And I like to read in fourth grade. Your boy was reading all the time. Teacher would be talking. I have a book right under my desk and I'm reading. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. So I was like reading a lot at the time. Um, just random like books, whatever, like the regular fourth grade, fifth grade kid reads. And one of those rewards was one free week uh, at a dojo in Taekwondo. So my head, my head goes, oh, shoot, I did martial arts for like a couple of months back in first grade. Let's get back into it. Let's just go for it. So I did it. I really enjoyed the class. And so after my week ended, we signed a uh, contract and went on for three years. Uh, we, we signed a thing and said, all right, Eric is Eric Chow is committed for three years. And uh, about maybe one or two months before that contract ended, I think I got my black belt. 
my my first my first black belt ever. Um, technically, on a, I, I should mention that it is a uh, youth or, or or junior black belt. I was probably like twelve or thirteen years old, so uh, slightly less strict than they would be for the adults, right? But uh, I wasn't the little kid black belt, so where they have like no standards whatsoever. Um, they definitely did have standards for me. I was old enough to have standards, but not old enough to be an adult black belt, right? Uh, so, yeah, I got my first black belt at probably like 12, 13, probably like 12 years old, something like that. Taekwondo. Uh, and then my contract ran out. And so I stopped training. Uh, maybe this is like two months after I got my black belt, maybe. And uh, one of my friends, he used to train martial arts with me. He was the same belt as me for the most part or one belt ahead of me all the time because he was he had started like several months before me. So he was in a lot of ways my senior in the dojo. Um, but we were both black belts. He's actually younger than me, which was an interesting dynamic that I think that I love martial arts for because age doesn't really matter. It's how good you are. Uh, and, and at the time, this guy was better than me. So he gave me a call and he goes, yo, uh, Eric, my dad and I have been looking at this other dojo because he, he had the same situation um, in terms of like his contract ran out. He had been training as a black belt for maybe like a couple months longer than I had. So let's say like five months or something. And so he goes, yo, we've been looking at this other dojo and we think we're going to go try it out sometime. Would you be interested in training with me and my dad? And I'm like, brother, I've trained with you for a long time. Let's do it. Like, like, let's go. Um, we didn't do anything for like three weeks, maybe like four weeks, like a month went by and we didn't do nothing, but he was, he sent me a link. I was like, okay, let's look at it. And I was like, oh, cool, whatever. Um, and then one day I think my mom and I, we were in the car and we were heading back from some, something that we had to do and we were heading back home. And on the way there, my mom goes, Hey, isn't that dojo like on the way? And I go, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is on the way back. Uh, so I, ch I went to the website and I checked, oh, they're actually open and their first class is about to start right now and it's open session. <laughs> so I was like, yo, how about I just go in for my first trial class today? And she goes, all right, let's do it. Right. Cause we were already headed home and I was, I was, I wasn't, you know, I don't have a uniform yet, but I was dressed like appropriately enough to, to train. Um, so I called my buddy and I go, yo, by the way, uh, my, my mom and I happen to be heading home. And we just saw that the dojo is open today. So we're going to go try it out. And he goes, bro, I just got in the car. We're doing the same thing. <laughs> so it was a funny little moment there. And went to the dojo first day of class, loved it. And uh, ended up training there for quite a while and ended up getting my, this time I got an adult black belt. Um, they, I was apparently old enough to, to meet that standard and, I think towards the end there, I was probably training just to give some people an idea of the work ethic and the consistency of it. For the last several months before my black belt, I was probably training six days a week, uh, two hours a day at the dojo. And then a lot of the time I would, after the class, we would go back home and my buddy and I, we would train in his garage. Uh, we would park the car right outside and we would just train a little bit more in the garage and have fun and mess with some techniques and Sometimes if his, if his dad wanted to join us, we would sometimes have fun with like a two-on-one deal. 
Uh, you usually you lose because it's two on one, but <laughs> we we had fun trying to get better at okay. Let, instead of thirty seconds, can I last like two minutes now? <laughs> kind of deal. So we had a lot of fun. I got my um, second black belt, full adult black belt. Uh, that one's a martial art, uh, fairly um, not not one of the popular ones, I suppose, but it's a mixed martial art called Shugyo Aiki Jiu-Jitsu. Um, not to be confused with uh, Jiu-Jitsu, which is uh, ground fighting martial art. But yeah, that's that's my journey, man. Probably about six, seven years, probably about six years total. Honestly, that's crazy when you think about how young you were like the, the, yeah. the work ethic it's just crazy like people like like 40 years old don't even have this work ethic that you had at like 12 13 which is crazy and i just want to specify something because i think like most people i don't know the differences that you know for example could you explain a bit like what are these differences that you talked about with jujitsu And the other mm. one that I can that I cannot even pronounce the name <laughs> and taekwondo, for yes, example, yes, what would be the difference? Point. Yeah, great question. So um, a lot of martial arts are actually very, very different. Um, so I'll, I'll give a few examples. Taekwondo is uh, primarily from Korea and it's primarily a kicking. They, they, there's a lot of emphasis on your legs and on, on kicks. Um Karate has a lot of striking techniques. It definitely is more um, hand-focused than Taekwondo is, although it does have plenty of kicks, of course. Uh, you look at martial arts like, uh, for example, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is a ground-fighting martial art, which comes from Brazil, of course. Uh, and you look at Judo, and that's also a ground-fighting martial art. You look at um, Kung Fu, which comes from China. You look at... Uh, Aikido, for example, comes from uh, Japan. And uh, so there's a lot of different martial arts. Depends on the kind of where they come from and the kind of fighting style that was useful when it was created. That's So, for example, Aikido, which is one of the primary inspirations for my second martial art, which is Shugyo Aiki Jiu-Jitsu, Um, it's a mixed martial art that is primarily based on, it has some a lot of Aikido in there, has some regular traditional MMA strikes, has some Taekwondo basics in there, it has uh, some Wing Chun Kung Fu basics in there. So it's a mixed martial art. Um, Aikido, for example, uh, how, how that history kind of, to give an example of how the history in, influences the style Aikido was invented during the samurai times. So it was very practical for the sense that, oh, if you look at samurai traditions, this is how they sit. This is how they move. This is the kind of armor that they wore. They would, if they have a sword, how do you defend against somebody who has a sword? Uh, how do you disarm somebody with a sword? Maybe they, you've both lost your sword somehow and you got to fight. Like, how do you beat this guy? Maybe you're not having, you just don't have your sword right now. But it was very traditional if you looked at kind of the way that samurai were. The martial art was extremely practical and extremely dangerous. Uh, transition into modern day and uh, when we're in a world of striking a lot, that's not so practical anymore. Um, so 
what my sensei did is he took Aikido and he combined it with all these other martial arts so that he could make it Aikido for the modern day. Uh, and, and that's what Shugyo Aiki Jiu-Jitsu is, uh, as opposed to Jiu-Jitsu or Taekwondo or Krav Maga, or, or, which comes from Israel, I believe. But yeah. I think it's totally crazy when you think about it, like creating an art, right? It's creating yeah. from nothing a self-defense yeah. art, which is amazing when you think about it. And another thing which you talk about, and I need more information on it, is, for example, you talked about in modern age, like how there's yeah. so much striking, right? In MMA, for example. Yeah. And I don't know about it, but when I look at my hands, right, I, I look at them, I'm like... This is weak, man. That's not like if I put them in a fist, it can like get destroyed so easily, right? Like even sure. when I go, I, I go boxing because it's a good cardio and I, I think it's fun, yeah, right? Sure. I I need to put like a little band aid, like I I'm, I didn't buy the 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 cool the cool guy stuff, you know? Like I, I yeah, only yeah, have yeah. the the band aid from Rap. the hospital, right? Yeah. And if I don't put it, I'm just gonna open my hand so easily because the skin is so little right and before i know i was um i was practicing maybe for six months um brazilian jiu-jitsu which is the ground game and i yes. felt like the if you combine the, and like, like i said i don't have like a lot of background on on the other sport you talked about but I, yeah. I, when i think about it it's like so much better you are in full control right like mm. It's not going to depend, uh, for example, if a six, six feet, five, six, five guy, uh, fucking 300 pounds comes, comes against you, you have, you cannot do anything with boxing or any, uh, like these types of sport. Yeah. But I feel sure. like when yeah. you can grab, when you can choke, when you can True. have other ways of doing it, your, the technique is so much yes. more important. For example, in boxing, a guy that is 40 years old is going to get destroyed by a 25-year-old guy, right? But I know Oof. in your in your hearts, Very in your cool, hearts, yeah. like, you're going to be 70 years old and you're going to kick everyone's <laughs> ass just because you're so, you're so good. Yeah. You're flexible. You're good. You're precise on your movement. You know what you do. So that's why I loved so much Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? Because you're in, you're yes. in full control. True. You're, and you can go 300%. Without yes. and you can go again. Like it's it's so cool and yeah. I just think what do you think? For example, I want to get into MMA. It's something like that intrigues me a lot, and yeah. because I like like the completeness of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so, what do you think about striking, like in general, in these sports? Do you think yeah. it's good, bad, or it can be improved? What do you think? Great, great question. Uh, and and just to comment on a couple of other things, I love the history of jujitsu um i don't know how familiar you are or how how your listeners are familiar with the history of jujitsu but um jujitsu was invented originally because of judo it was inspired by judo which is another ground fighting martial art but judo was actually very like strength based so when you were doing judo you actually couldn't face the guy who was 50 pounds heavier than you you couldn't you would lose every time because judo was not technique. It was very strength-based at the time. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's changed now. So there was this guy who... I, I forget what the name of the guy was. But this guy who... One of the key like fathers of jiu-jitsu. 
he was a small dude trying to train judo. And it wasn't working out for him. So what he started to do was he started to pay attention to the subtleties of the technique rather than just brute forcing everything. And that's what led to the beautiful techniques that you see today that it doesn't really matter. If you're good at the technique, you can do it. Period. Uh, and and to- that's, that's, the, totally and that's the history. That's the history of jiu-jitsu. The first time I went on, like, the first class I had of jiu-jitsu, I don't know if I told you this story, but I went into the class, and I'm yeah. a pretty big guy, but, you know, it, 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 that's why that what is intriguing me, right? That's what I'm like, the technique is so profound, so, like, deep. It's, and it's just, I'm just, I was curious about it, right? And I went into it, and at the end of the class, you know, they roll together, and I think there were, the girl yeah. was like five one, five two, like okay? okay, and she was fighting a guy like six four, like a giant, right? Oh and my god! Th- it was oh you so did tell funny me this. because yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the 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 really cool story is that like the guy was so tall that he couldn't even grab or punch the 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 girl because she was so small, and she like went <laughs> like a spider on his leg make like on his back just like control them totally like a web and choked wow. him while he's, he was like up and he's just falled down on the floor which was crazy i would i was just like oh my god what is that <laughs> like that just that's crazy i want to learn that like the guy yeah. literally like he was in a prison wow. right he's like he, he was trying to debate himself but she was controlling every inch of his body is skin wow. is head everything and i was just like i want to do this and unfortunately like covid hit but yeah of course i'm gonna get back into it right and yes that leads to my other question which is it's a i'm just really intrigued about it but for example in mma there's a lot of fighting and i would yeah. say like i say i'm not an expert in mma but when i look at videos when i listen to people right. they say that the three like most conventional or like just the the three best that you need to learn would be mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu right like brazilian okay. jiu-jitsu muay thai let's say because there's boxing sure. there's kicking and there's inside sure. of it and the third one would be would be wrestling do you agree with these three or do you think it would there would be a better like way of seeing it um okay so before i answer this one i, I realize i missed the earlier question of what i think about striking uh, and I didn't oh get a chance God. to answer that. It's okay. No, no, no. Because no. I, I got, I got That's sidetracked. That's funny because my, we just go with my it, other right? tangent. Yes. Um, no, I got sidetracked on my other tangent. I actually really like striking. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, Aikido is very much a joint lock and pin kind of martial art. So, I mean, I guess you could think of uh, Aikido or, or Shugyu Aiki Jiu-Jitsu as... Um, what you do in jujitsu, like ground fighting, except you're standing. That's that's kind of what that's a that's a basic way to think about it. Like I'm not trying to pin you on the ground and stuff like that. I'm trying to get something in the air, like like when we're standing, and then put you on the ground after that. Wow. Uh, so it's a little bit different, but I actually really like striking. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, the thing I I think a lot of people do is they don't actually know how to strike. A lot of the time. So there have been times where I've punched, uh, like, I don't even know what they are. I guess these, these, like, those, those is like hard cushion, I remember, that we would put on a wall. 
And if you punched it with bad technique, you could break your wrist straight up. Wow. Um, but it was cushioned enough that, like, you're not straight up punching, like, you know, the wall, actually. <laughs> so it was cushioned enough for that, but it was hard enough that if you punched it with bad technique, you were screwed. And I would just sit, stand there and punch and punch and punch and punch to train my technique. And I've done and the thing where I'm like, I don't have any band-aids and I go on the punching bag and I'm punching for a long time and it starts peeling off and bleeding. And I would keep doing it, man. I would, I would, I would stop for the day, come back the next day and just barrel again just to train this a little bit, you know, <laughs> so that it wouldn't get so bothered. But these, like, yeah, the hands are super weak. But if you know how to use them, um, I think I think they used to say that um, martial artists at a certain level. I mean, these are like deadly weapons, and it's mm. true. Um, I'm, you know, I've I've learned a few kill techniques. Uh, I hope I never have to use them, <laughs> but I've learned a few kill techniques, and I could actually do that with these two hands. And anybody could, to be honest. It's actually not very difficult. Um, people just don't know how to do it. So I I think striking is great. Um, but to answer the question of those three, I think those three are pretty great. Um, I, I, I think I was telling you this when we talked last time um, off air that I don't like to say that there is a best martial art or one martial art is better than the other because I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think they all have um, their appeal and they all have uh, something for to them, right? If you're looking purely from a self-defense level, that's going to be very different than looking at it just to get a good workout in. It's of it's course. a very subtle difference, right? But it's it's definitely a big difference, uh, and it's something worth noting. So I never like to say one is better than the other. Uh, for but MMA, maybe not jujitsu. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, just maybe not one, but um, like maybe the three that you think in a like real life scenario would be the best. Okay. So in MMA, we say that the best, like I said, is right. wrestling, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai. If we like put boxing sure, inside sure, of sure, it. Sure. I think, I think Muay Thai is very good. I think it's very effective. Um, but the one thing I would say for Muay Thai is if you're in a real life fight scenario, um, Muay Thai is really going to hurt the opponent. So if your goal is not, so I, the way we train, uh, with me and my my crew, um, we my, my one of my buddies likes to put it as uh, different levels. If I'm at level zero, it means I'm I really I'm not gonna fight you. But like I I will th I I will have like a sense of confidence where you don't want to fight me. That's the kind of aura that you're like always projecting. You're projecting a certain aura of like, yeah, I'm confident. Listen, I know what I'm doing. I'm not an idiot. I'm, I'm very self-aware. I know what's going on here. Um, and if you stare me down, I will stare you down right back, right? That's level zero. Level one is like, okay, now, now, now there's a little bit of a problem. I need to like pin you or something, like hold you so something, like stop you from hurting anybody. And I'm just trying to like restrain somebody like a drunk you know for example is the example that he likes to use level two is like all right now i need to fight seriously like this is this is a mess and i i need to restrain you i need to knock you out uh, i might need to break something like that's that's level two level three is like yo 
all hell's broken loose, there's no way I can even think about anything. If I have to kill you, I'm killing you. Um, I've I've wait, never wait, been wait. in. That's level three. That's I'm level scared. three. That's it. I'm scared, man. Okay, okay. That's it. That's, I was that's like, the highest level. Okay, I was we're, like, we're I was super that. scared. I was like, is, is he gonna destroy the earth or like something? <laughs> no, I was no, waiting no. for the ten. Listen, I was like, I'm scared listen, for my I, life, man. I I ain't Goku. Okay, don't worry. <laughs> um, I can't do Kamehameha's yet or something. Um, so so that's the way he likes to describe it. So Muay Thai for me. I don't see how Muay Thai is going to be a level 1. I think Muay Thai has to be a level 2 or a level 3. Um, so if somebody's goal is to learn how to do level 1, Muay Thai is not going to work. I mean, it, it, sure, I mean, sure, there's something in there, but it's not, it's not the style that is good for level 1, is what I'm saying. Right? What would be so, a good for level, level 1? Um... I think probably what I've done with Shugyu Aiki Jiu-Jitsu is probably pretty good for level 1. Um, Jiu-Jitsu might be, also. Because there's wrestling, a lot of ways... No? You, you get somebody on the ground... I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about wrestling. Um, I'm not sure how much technique they're, they put into like pinning and, and holding somebody. Um, I'm, not, I'm just not super familiar with the technicalities and the details of mm -hmm. wrestling, so I don't know. Um, obviously there is technique but i just i don't know the details of it so jujitsu i think i imagine would be pretty good because you get somebody on the ground who doesn't know how to get on the ground and you you can hold them for centuries so that part would be probably pretty good for level one i i, I think jujitsu is and, probably pretty solid um some people don't like getting on the ground and they think that you shouldn't get on the ground that's one of the debates i guess with ground fighting but um yeah, that's probably a pretty good one. Muay Thai would be good for level two or three if you wanted that. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I can't say anything about wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a lot about wrestling too, but when I look at it, it seems so fun. Honestly, it really yeah. looks really fun. And it in MMA, it looks like a great transition like to standing to the ground. You know yeah. what I mean? It's It, it looks... How to say that? Like it looks, and I, like I said, I'm no professional at all. But it looks right, right. a bit more technical and more controlled than judo. Like you said, like judo is sure. like it's yeah. from A to Z directly, right? But wrestling, yeah. you have like you have a momentum, and then you land, land right. on the ground. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that's the part I feel like I can't I can't that because I don't know the details of that stuff. Like where does it fall in between, for example, judo mm -hmm. and jujitsu? Like I don't know that, so I don't want to say anything. Um, in terms of an opinion, uh, but yeah, and there's definitely there's definitely more some technique in there. It's really cool, for sure. And there's so much like, how do you say that martial arts that are like not how do you, conventional, right? These are like right. the conventionals, the conventional ones. Yeah. But there's so many more. Like for example, okay, MMA is like seems something close to like a, a street fight for example yeah but when you think about it like there's so many rules that you don't see for example like very like true. fingers in the eyes which are super good right I, I i don't know about it but it seems super natural to just go and poke the eyes yep. or just block yep. the face and or i don't know the the other things but i know there's no, a, a bunch more uh, things that you can just uh, practice and yeah what did i want to say i wanted to say uh, something about striking again was it yeah. 
<clears throat> Let me remember. Yeah, I mean, while you think, uh, you're you're absolutely right with those rules. It's it can be very limiting. Absolutely, that's why I think also a lot of um, MMA is because it's so striking based and because it's it has all these rules. Uh, sometimes you have to break out of that habit in order to act when you're actually in a self-defense situation. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You have to break some of your habits. Uh, but, you know, if you're good, sure. you're good. There's, there's nothing really else to say. You were talking about your three levels and yeah. do you think jiu-jitsu falls in, into the one? Because, okay, you can hold it. Not necessarily. You can hold the, the person. But if we, we talk about choking, I just want like to yeah, give no, you awareness could easily, to people. You could easily go there, yes. Um, just like to give awareness to people like where, in your opinion, does like choking falls? Because for some people, it's like super bad. It's like something horrible. And when you've done it a multiple time or you were close to like being choked or even choked, you you see it as more as... I'm going to sleep for a little and I'm going to get back. <laughs> yeah. What is your opinion on it? Is it like sleeping time or horror time? Wh no, it's which, not horror. Where are you? To me, it's not horror. <laughs> I would put it at two or three. Uh, okay. Would, for me, I would, I would put it at two or three, maybe one. I might use it at level one if I had to. Um, I probably wouldn't prefer to use it at level one. I think I, I have enough of an arsenal to hold somebody without having to choke them out. But if I had to use it at level one, I would. Uh, but otherwise, I'm using it at level two or three. That's that's me. Okay. That's just me, right? Interesting. Okay, because I, I know there's a lot of people like really scared of yeah, of it's not that. being choked. It's, and so so it, for it, for most people, it's um for 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 everybody else, uh, choking is right closing the windpipe. If you close it for a certain amount of time, they will simply be knocked out. They're not gonna die. You close either if you crush it, they're dead, and if you close it for long enough, they will die. How do you, how do you crush it? I have no idea. I've never tried. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I know, don't really want to. I know, like you said, for example, <laughs> well, okay, actually, ten seconds. I do or, know how. Or, never mind. I actually okay, I, now that I think it. about it, I do know how. I don't want to say uh, on air. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say. On okay, air. that's fine um, with it's, me. It's, that's fine it's with very, me. I'll I'll tell you after. I'll tell <laughs> no problem. I'll tell you about it and after. I I I know that for example, for like five seconds, if you old. The person is gonna sleep or ten second. It depends. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's But, usually about five or ten seconds to get go sleep. Yeah. And yeah, to kill someone, you need to hold, and it's not a gentle hold, right? It's no, it's not at all. Squeeze like your bicep. You're it really yeah. strong, and to keep them like in check for like yeah. one minute, one minute and a yeah. half. Like that's what I've heard as well. Crazy to to kill someone with this, and yeah, uh, is Choke there is not any... usually not a yeah. And Go is ahead. there any repercussion with like making there, someone there fall in sleep? Okay. Uh, in in the short term, like if you do the seven second and they go to sleep, no, not really. Uh, at least I don't think so. I'm not a medical professional. Okay. Uh, this is this is just my <laughs> <laughs> my my understanding at this point. Uh, yeah. If it, if it's like a seven second close and you go to sleep they're honestly they're not gonna take they're, they're gonna be out for a little while and they're gonna wake right back up it's not gonna be that bad um they're not even gonna be out for very long to be honest with you um the and longer you do it the more danger there is because 
you've blocked air, you, you may have blocked some of the blood flow. So there might be some some danger there. Uh, I don't know what the results of that would be, but yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some danger if you've held it for like thirty seconds or forty seconds. That's a then, lot. That's then, long. Then, then you're then you're talking about some some problems. <laughs> and to clarify, is it is 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 precisely like the windpipe, or is it the blood that you're like? blocking from from the the head uh typically i believe you're i believe you're supposed to do the windpipe uh but yeah that's that's kind of what holds people also um what do you think that we we were talking about choking and it leads yes. to, leads to another point what do you think about about neck training ah uh, i haven't done very much of it um yeah i don't know I don't know. I haven't. I haven't thought about that. I haven't done much it, of it. It, it it's... doesn't go with your sport, right? It doesn't like match really well. Not I think. really. I mean, that's just, a thing. I don't know that there's nothing wrong with it, but I just it's not something I've done, so I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> but really it, it for your sport or for like your precise martial art, maybe it doesn't have a big impact. It, not like really said, no it, it, it really doesn't it, for yeah. example like i know that for boxing and for jujitsu they're huge because mm. if you are, you can have a resistance like someone is trying to choke you and you can like make your your neck stronger and like resist the choke right. for that's, a couple or more seconds before falling you're gonna have more time yeah. to like get out and figure out something true so if you have a weak neck The guy is is super easy to come around and choke you, right? But a true. guy with like two centimeters more, is like super huge. Yeah, no, that's it's true. It's like though. man, his neck is 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 so difficult. You need it to be in the right. first, uh, super good position, and I think it's really like obvious for boxing or uh, if you receive kick in the head, like if you have a a wobbly head. Oh yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> you can be hurt, right? Yeah, and that's true. But I feel like it's super. It's I don't see it like, for example, I'm I'm training my neck at the gym like maybe once or maybe every four days, like two times, sure, close to two times a week. And when I'm training my neck, like people are looking at me like, "Who the what fuck the is this guy? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing?" And I'm just of like, course. "Yeah, man, it's life." And I, I think it it depends on the martial Listen, art. But... You should, you know, you, Elliot, you should be like. You should be like, here, come here, let me choke you. <laughs> this is why I'm doing it. <laughs> this is why I'm doing it. <laughs> come here, let me just... <laughs> yeah, for sure. Best technique to show them. Oh, man. They won't question you after that. <laughs> no, for sure. And, yeah, there's a lot of a tool, like a, a, re a lot of reasons why training your neck. For example, also like car accident or just like your head is a, a big weakness, right? So I think yes. it, it could be something... But I, I don't know about it, and I, uh, also it depends on your sport, right? It depends on yeah, yeah. What that's, you're that's a good point. I don't, goals. I don't usually get choked out very often. Uh, that's just not my my sport. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's interesting, right? Because it's yeah. it's not something usual. Do you do you have like other muscles that you think people are neglect neglecting, like they're not doing as often as they as they should be? doing uh that's a good question well first of all if somebody's not working out then they're probably neglecting everything um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so i guess i should I'm say not that talking um, about the 300 pounds dude okay 
Okay, I'm, I'm talking about the regular fit guy. What would it be like um, missing out? The main thing I guess I would mention for them, some people might be forgetting about the flexibility. I think that can sometimes be That's an issue. Um, I'm not saying you need to be able to do the splits. Listen, I wish I could, but I can't. Um, <laughs> I used to be able to when I when I was like probably like getting my first black belt that I was probably still able to do the splits. <laughs> but after that, man, I, <laughs> I've completely lost it. It's bad. Um, but yeah, I think flexibility is probably one I can think of. I think the wrist is interesting. Um, mm. It's not really a muscle, but at least for me, I think about the wrist a lot. Um, and, I, and I use the wrist quite a bit in terms of my, when I'm using my techniques, because there's a lot that can happen there. So I think wrist is probably pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of grip, probably. Yeah. Good and grip. Just, I don't know if you have it, but do, would you have like a simple routine or how many times per week should you like train your grip or train your, I don't, your flexibility? Um, you don't I ever to? train your grip? No, I, it's not that I don't ever. It's just I don't okay, have a okay. routine. I don't have a routine. Okay, I, have a, okay. I, have, I have like one of those regular grip trainers um, that I will just occasionally use. The other thing, I just like doing pull-ups in general. So yeah, for sure. I used to be really terrible at them. So grip strength mm -hmm. was actually my main thing. It wasn't even my back. My back was fine. Um, it was just my grip couldn't hold it. So I would use grip trainers to do that. And then after I got a, a lot better with my grip, now I just do pull-ups instead. It's because I think it, I can do the same thing at once, two things at once, for right? Sure, I'm working yeah. my back and I'm working my grip at the same time. So now I'm good enough for that. Um, but yeah, I think grip is grip is good. I I think people are not exposed enough, like on their weaknesses. For example, flexibility and grip, because yeah. when you're exposed to it, for example, I needed yeah, like it has been a long time since jujitsu or whatever, and I needed to be flexible, and I was like. Oh wow, man! I'm literally a piece <laughs> of wood. I, I I cannot move well. Like it's it sucks. Like and yeah. people don't understand. And the same for grip. For example, I went um where uh, I was working maybe for six months at a new job. Like um, I was a climbing instructor, right? Mm, and cool. I needed to learn like again, and it was super fun. Like you you teach people, you do like races on the wall. You're like um, yeah. it's super fun, right? And there was in in a part of the the big big gym there was a ninja part. I don't know if you if you know about the ninja sport. There's not a lot of people. Do you know about it? Yes, the, I do. You can see it on TV, like the 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 classic one, right? And it's super fun the way you move the and your grip strength need to be super good. And you That's learn cool. to like get better at your at your grip, like like hanging with one hand or I see like, this yeah. is crazy guy. I'm not at this level, but pull ups with one hand. Yeah. I can't crazy do that when either. You think Hell about no. it. And, <laughs> but it's so fun. It's, it, there's a lot of small things like that, that people like neglect. Right. Yeah. And the other thing I like is, um, compound movements where it's not just using one muscle group. That's, that's the one thing I kind of think about when I look at like weight, regular weight training in the gym. A lot of the time, people are missing out on the compound movements where, where terrible, honestly which, terrible. Which is uh, part of the reason I actually really enjoy. I, I when I got started in 
exercise after martial arts, I really looked at calisthenics a lot because I thought it was fun to mess with different movements. I can't do the one-arm pull-up. Hell no. Um, I'm definitely, (laughs) I'm not even close to that. Um, But I can do one-arm push-ups. Well, that, and that's, that's tough. sick. And 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 it's yeah. it's like it, it uses a lot of <clears throat> interesting muscles. Uh so that would be that was something I like to mess with. Um And that that's another part yeah. of it, right? Balance. Like we we were talking yeah, about flexibility, balance, but 100%. it totally comes with it. Like people are like balance, right? Who needs balance? But man, <laughs> when you need I mean, balance, you somebody you understand balance. exactly <laughs> like it's you can see it. That's a it's good true. example with wrestlers, right? They yeah, have a crazy balance. They know exa- They know their center of gravity, and it makes that yeah, their true. movements. Like if I push you with all my strength, they understand the balance and they can yeah. reverse it on you super quickly. So that's the interesting true. part. And I-, I wanted to talk about something that really like the two things at the moment uh, that like I have stars in my eyes when I talk about it is uh, yes. Olympic weightlifting, right? Which sure. is so cool like it's why isn't it more normal right it's super rare i I didn't find any gym close with because the bar needs to be a little more like weak it's not super stiff it's a little more like wiggly so you can make like you know the the big things and that's super cool trains your abs the movements are fun like i feel like i didn't do it like you're gonna laugh at me but I, i i have a home gym in quebec and I was trying to do the movement, but with my stiff bar, man, like <laughs> three thri- tries later, I totally fucked the thing and dropped the bar on my knee. And I was, oh. I was like laying down for like 30 oh. minutes, like, ah, oh, that's the worst. But I still love the movement. Like the, I feel like the movements are so fun. And what was the other thing? Yeah. MMA and Olympic weightlifting at the moment, yeah. I think are super fun. Right. And yeah. yeah. The one thing I like to say, uh, and I tell this to everybody who tells me they're stressed, I tell them that the greatest stress reliever I have ever found in my entire life is beating the crap out of a punching bag. <laughs> um, I've, Other than beating the crap out of a person, which you can only do if you're <laughs> at a certain level in martial arts. <laughs> For sure. Um, otherwise, don't, don't, just, don't take this as permission to go out and beat somebody up. That's, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, you do it in the context of training, okay? And and, and that's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, but otherwise, just go beat up a punching bag. Totally, like, mm, it's it's really good. <laughs> L- little tip, if you're, you're really angry, if you have a good v- imagination, you can picture the face on it. But that's, yeah, that's you, just a listen, trick bonus. Print, out, right? print it out, print yeah. it out, and put it... <laughs> <laughs> Bang! For sure, man. And... I think it, it links directly to like the discipline, the mindset and everything you need yeah. to be like in martial arts. And for example, how for me, education of young guys and particularly young boys, it should be mandatory, right? You learn to yeah, control yeah. your emotions, you're yeah. to control your, your body, your angriness, like everything around it. And True. it's, yeah, just people see it as like, oh, you're going to get more aggressive. Yeah, It's like... 
no, like it, you need to control this aggressiveness and boys learn it through that, right? They learn honor yes. and courage, which yes. are two things that are completely missing nowadays. And yeah. I, I honestly think, I think it's scientific. I, I'm not sure I don't want to say like bullshit, but I think it's scientific that people that are getting to martial art are less violent and control themselves way more in their lives, right? Because they, they they know there's this situation. They know it like when they're yeah. engaging in a fight Very or true. a stressful situation, they know how to respond. And that's so good. Imagine if everyone yeah. had this like peaceful thing, clarity in mind, it would just make the world so much better, right? Yeah, that's a great point, actually. That's a very good point. Um, I don't know if it's scientific either, but it makes sense to me. Uh, my sensei always told me, uh, and it was funny when I heard this as a kid, he told me, you're learning how to fight so that you never have to. And I go, that's... what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> but I was a kid, right? Um, but it makes so much sense. It's 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 true. I think I've become simply so aware of those situations that it's it just becomes one a lot when i when i'm in them i can feel that okay this is escalating how can i calm it down how can i calm it down how can i make sure this doesn't go anywhere how can i maybe you know whatever whatever i need to do like how can, how can we make sure this doesn't escalate any further and become a big deal um, or how do i just get the hell out of here <laughs> sometimes it's just that uh other times it's you feel yourself getting angry and you're like, okay, instead of getting angry, because I know I'm like, I'm like right there. I'm like, it's like right around the corner. I'm like about to reach this threshold where I, I'm not, I'm going to lose it. I just walk away straight up. And my threshold, let me tell you, Elliot, my personal threshold is goddamn high. It's really hard to piss me off. But when I'm like, when I'm almost there, I will, I just straight up walk away because I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I don't. <laughs> need to be in that i it's i don't know i and, and you become so aware of those things because that's what you're around right i know my anger level because i've been in that situation where i've just beaten the crap out of a punching bag for example and i know in my real life i don't actually want to be there because i don't <laughs> want to do what i'm doing on the punching bag to somebody else for sure i don't want to do that um or if i'm in those fight situations um that that are looking to escalate I know what that move is going to do. I know the result of that. I know how I know what it's like to nearly dislocate something. Um, I know what it's like to get hit like that. Like, I don't want to deal with that. No, <laughs> I'm out of here, man. <laughs> so learning how to pay when, when you become aware of those those random situations almost in training, you just you don't want to be a part of it in an actual real scenario that's not training. And so it just, for sure. you, just and you don't want to be a part of it. For sure. And it totally makes sense, right? The the aspect that you said about like your legs is your biggest asset in these type of fight because mm. for both things, like just for not three things, actually, like to not hurt yourself, to not hurt the other person. And I think yeah. most of all, calming your mind, right? It's the best, yeah. best thing. Like we can totally see it in every like scenario. Like you take five minutes of just thinking before acting and then whoops you totally you you have like your your plan in mind and what you want to do you want you what you want you actually want to do so yeah that's a big part of it and 
another one is for example if someone squares right he's like he's squaring to punch you like this yeah. is the time to run because he, he's not running towards you right he's when you when you're punching someone you need to be squared and like ready right. to attack the person right so if you move just run and be fit don't be fat <laughs> you, <laughs> don't be fat just fair. run away and just be quicker yeah. than the guy if you don't want to hurt yourself and the other person and i totally yeah. think it's the, the greatest option i think uh, too much people yeah. of course in, in in normal let's say for example in your business or whatever taking action i, I that's my my view taking action yes. before thinking i think i think it's way better i think when you th you take action first then you can adjust and learn from it and Sure. Then you can okay. think about it and yeah. readjust. But yeah. I, in this type of scenario, I think it's totally the opposite. Like, mm. think before acting, like, Fair. way more. And you know what? The, the, that's for most people, too. Because me, I don't think at all. I know exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. I know exactly that I don't want to be here. <laughs> because I've been in those situations in training. And I know this is what it's like in training. I don't want to be in the situation in real life. I don't. For so sure. I don't even need to think. It's just like, okay, we're done. But you get those calm reactions suddenly. And and it doesn't have to just be in those fight situations. The thing I love about martial arts is that just it just trains a certain way to think in any situation. It may have nothing to do with the fight or an escalating, like, aggressive person. But I just start going... I, I just start reacting much more calmly. I just, I, 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 I don't get bothered as much in general. And uh, maybe it's just my personality, but really I, I credit a lot of my character and my responses to situations to my martial arts years because I think that, first of all, I was at a young enough age that it was very forming of me. So my responses to things are just way more calm, easygoing. I'm a laid-back kind of guy. Um, yes, I can get aggressive if I want to, but I j I'm just not. That's just not who I am and not the kind of person I am. Um, and I think that even more ang even angry people can learn to control that through martial arts. So I think, yeah, it's, it's pretty special. I think it's one of the only, like, sports, right, that can totally change your mindset from zero to that's 10, true. right? That's true. And I agree with you. I agree with some you. Some sports, you're going to have like this big knowledge. And I think it's important for everyone listening and even you, for everyone to like experience um, solo, like a, a sport alone and a sport in a team. I really think mm. it changed your way of viewing things. And yeah, when you're in a team or you're the leader of the team, it's so much different. Everything around this around it it's different and when you're alone also it's it's totally different and i feel like martial arts have this weird thing of both right it's not totally like a team yeah. but you're not totally alone either so it's, it's super cool it's super cool and the other thing you talked about was like i'm calm i'm most of the time but i can get aggressive yeah and that for me makes all the difference because yeah a, a great example i can give is for example, someone that is kind, right? Mm. But he has like the the option to not be kind because he can be aggressive, right? Mm. But the other Good person point. is kind but doesn't have this aggressiveness. So is yes. kindness 
has zero value yes, because he's giving this ki- his kindness only because he has no other option. But the aggressive guy is, I'm going to give your kind- my kindness to you, but it's not my only option. I could totally beat the crap out of you, but I'm not yep. going to do it because I respect you. The other guy is his yes. it's only option. So it's it's like a self-defense thing with his kindness. So when I see it's a guy also- that is like, yeah, for sure, go for it. No, 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 please. I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's also a self-respect thing when you have totally. that aggressive option. Because, yes, you're being kind as damn to this other person, but at some point, you know, like, I also have to respect myself. And I've struggled with this. I, I Just, like, to get on a more personal, like, personal growth kind of level, I was the kid who was, like, a giver, 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 serve, 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 not, like, you... T- metaphorically in life i was not the kid who put on my mask first in the plane and then would help the other person put their mask on right for the for the air thing in the plane i was not that kid i was helping the other person before i helped myself i was that Mm -hmm. kid and after i sort of started gaining that self-confidence and gaining that self-respect I started to understand, like, yo, yeah, I got to take care of myself first. I got to put my own one first before I can help other people. And I think that, that having that aspect that I got from martial arts helped balance me out. And I think it does that for, I think it can do that for everybody. I was the kid who came from the kind perspective, and I needed to learn to be aggressive. I needed to learn mm-hmm. to have that self-respect. I needed to get to that side. Versus some other people are angrier people. They're already on that side and they need to learn mm-hmm. the kindness aspect. It doesn't exactly. matter which side you're on. You can get both. Whichever one you need, you'll get the other one. Exactly. And I think in spe- especially for men, for guys, True. it's so much more important to have like the balance of the two like to be super aggressive to be confident in your in yourself like respect and defense and to have the other one and i feel like in today's society like everyone is kind but they're like i said their value is of their candace is nothing because they don't have the other part and it's the same for 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 the other thing right so yeah totally and did you have something to to put on to add on not really um I mean, uh, for the listeners, right? Uh, first of all, hopefully this conversation is entertaining. Um, but the, the, the main thing I, for in terms of an actual practical takeaway, a couple things I would mention, right? Uh, one, I listen, both Elliot and I think martial arts is absolutely fantastic. So if that's something you want to get into, do it. I think it's it's that simple. Don't make it too big. Don't make it too complicated. Just go do it. I think it's fantastic. It doesn't matter like <clears throat> whether what age you are. I, nobody cares. I mentioned this before when I was telling my own story. The age doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that you show up every day. What matters is the fact that you're wearing that uniform and you are showing that air of respect to everybody around you. What matters is you do want to get better. You do want to improve. You do want to work. If you you come in with that, nobody cares what how old you are. At least in a good dojo. I mean, I'm sure there are some not so great ones, but um, in a good dojo, they they don't care. I've trained with people who were many years younger than me, and keep in mind, I was a young guy. There were people younger than me, 
And there were also people much older than me. There were people in the dojo that I trained with who were old enough to be my dad. But they weren't. Uh, there were people old enough to be like... Uh... Yeah, anyway. There were there were a lot of people who were who were much much older. Probably some grand. Was there any big grandparents that I trained with? <laughs> there were some masters that walked in the door, but I never actually got to train with them. So, yeah. But anyway, you know, eight the age doesn't matter. In fact, to be honest with you, a lot of the time, the older you are, the more respect you're gonna get. Um, like I, I just remembering some of the people who walked in the door of the dojo I trained at. So the age doesn't matter how old you are, right? Uh, your your gender doesn't matter. Your skin color doesn't matter. Nothing. It's one of those environments where nothing matters. Like there is no discrimination. It's just the environment where you work. And it's the environment where you grow. Um, and I think so if somebody's listening and they want to get into martial arts, I say do it. Uh, sure. if you, if that's not you, Hey, listen, that's totally fine. Hopefully this conversation was entertaining, but I think that there are some things that you learn in martial arts that can apply everywhere, right? How do you develop that, that attitude of keeping calm and stay easy going and, and, but also have that aggressive side of you where you're willing to stand up for yourself, that balance of kindness versus self-respect, right? How can you develop that? Even if you're not training? Because that's a very, like you said, it's everything in a lot of ways. Um, so maybe you can grasp at some of those themes and figure out how you can get them in your own life if you're not going to train, which is totally fine. That's all For I sure. would say. And I would say that the first step, or maybe if you're not, um, like... Not, I would not say open-minded, but like you said, like it's just not for you. Like you don't see yourself doing martial arts. Um, sure. I would say like go, like just go look at it. Like YouTube is your best friend. Google is your best friend. Like there's so many martial arts. Like for example, even I was like, nah, Taekwondo, maybe not my thing. Boxing, right. I'm yeah. not sure. And then I fall into jujitsu and was like, that's crazy. That's that seems nice though. Yeah, it, that's it, fair. There's a lot of different things. And yeah, if you're still not like, I uh, know that isn't for me i like yeah I, just not for me oh, oh another thing is like i don't want to hurt someone right i i, ah, I heard that all the time uh, all the time right i don't want to hurt someone one. so I, I won't make but that's the point you don't want to hurt yourself and you <laughs> want to hurt the other person so that's why you're learning it right and if you're still you'd still want to do a martial art i think the best option is weightlifting like I think it's super good and you still learn to like manage your pain and your emotions because True. man, when I go at the gym and I need to lift my deadlift and like to, to be close to my PR, man, it sucks sometimes. Like I yeah, need to put yeah, my yeah, music yeah. on, get in my bubble and challenge the pain. Right. And it's super fun. Yeah. And yeah, so there's many options, right? And if you don't even want to go to the climbing. gym, calisthenics. Yeah. I was just about to say that if you don't want to go to the gym, you're too scared to go to the gym. You don't like the environment, whatever. Or I don't care. Just do climbing, some calisthenics, right? man. Listen, if you climbing. manage to do some one arm pushups, you got, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> climbing, climbing 100%. Yeah. Climbing is fantastic too. The, the beautiful thing about exercise is it doesn't just have to be going to the gym and doing those traditional stuff. For sure. There's so many options that you can have so much goddamn fun with it. Yeah, and in my opinion, that's in my opinion, but it's when someone says to me, and that that's maybe arrogant, but when someone says to me that, oh, no, 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 
I I don't do sports. I'm like, what? What? How? What? Where is the logic, right? It, that's my opinion. Maybe it's arrogant, but there's so many options and so many different things that True. it's almost impossible that you don't find one thing that's that fair. like you enjoy doing it's yeah, close to impossible one. in my mind right you can find one that's very true and the only thing stopping you in my mind is like procrastination and laziness i really think so and yeah apart from this again try martial arts is just amazing we give like two million benefits so <laughs> i i i literally this is what i used to say i used to say that any compliment I ever receive, literally for like, after I stopped training, for probably like three, four years afterwards, every single compliment I ever <laughs> received, that ha- that as long as it didn't have to do with, oh, you're good at math, or you're, you're good at like this subject <laughs> in school, like, uh, other than like a technical skill, anything that had to do with me, my character, the way I carried myself the way I treated people, all of it, everything, every other compliment, I would trace back to martial arts. Every single one for years. I would, it, it would either go, yep, I learned that in martial arts, or I learned it at the dojo, or I learned it at, from this sensei, or I learned it from this black belt, or I learned this from this senior student, uh, like brown belt or something. Like every single compliment for years after I stopped training. It's crazy. That's crazy, and and I don't I, I don't like... actually think that now. Uh, it's been uh, several years since I stopped training, but uh, I'm sure that if I really wanted to, I could probably trace it back to martial arts. Pretty much everything. So, that... um, and obviously, hey, tremendous credit goes to my parents and other key people in my life. But martial arts was a big part, and for sure. And like you said, there isn't any age, right? Like. If no. you have the technique, you can go at like 70, 75 year old and you can still Dude, like kick ass I and remember, have fun. I remember this 91 year old guy walked into the dojo. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't actually train with us, but the okay. amount of respect this guy got. Really? He didn't train with us. I have no idea. I mean, listen, the man holds the title of great grandmaster, so he's <sighs> probably really damn good. Um, but. The amount of respect this guy got is pretty serious. He didn't train with us, uh, but he he he's a very he's a great grandmaster. Like that's like Elliot. That's there's awesome. grand, there's like there's like senseis and masters. Yeah, and then there's grandmaster. But no, no, no great <laughs> grandmasters. Like, um, I'll tell you about him after. I want to after after we get off air. I'll tell for you about sure. Who that is, for sure, because that's uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and. Yeah, I think we pretty much said everything around this. And I, of course, we could talk about this more. And I'm sure yeah. we're going to have a second episode together. And I just wanted to say that like, you have a podcast. And I'm going to link yes. it in, in the description. So for people to go check it, check him out, like you're, you're, you have great charisma, obviously, because Thank you, you have been doing podcasting for a while. And yes. I'm getting into it. But one day I'll have your experience because it's it's a long run, yeah. right? It's a long run thing, and correct, yeah, for sure. So, thank you for for being here and sharing your story because it's just crazy. Like I said, I'm just gonna repeat it, but two black belts is just really crazy. Two black belts, and yeah. <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Perfect, cool episode. Thank you guys for listening. See you soon. <laughs>